With us today is Ray Tierney. He is the district attorney in Suffolk County who gets uh, a lot of the credit for forcing the issue and coming up uh, with the possible killer of those women on Gilgo Beach. And uh, oh, good morning, District Attorney uh, Tierney. How are you? Good morning, John. Uh, I'm great, and thanks for having me. Now, there's so many, it's been almost, almost 10 days since the arrest, and, and so many things are happening, and so many uh, rumors flying around. So, you know, let's use this Sunday morning as an update of uh, where we are uh, and uh, what is happening. Uh, it, as you said, it's been 10 days. We've, we've you know, on, on that last uh, Thursday, 10 days ago, we... Uh, arrested uh, the defendant. Uh, we closed our, uh, you know, the we closed the grand jury investigation as to three of the murders, and our investigation went from uh, one that was covert to overt. In conjunction with that uh, that arrest, we have executed a number of search warrants. I think the uh, the public is somewhat surprised it's taking us so long to, uh, you know, finish our search. But I think what what people might not realize or appreciate is we are in those search warrants we're looking for everything from you know you know obvious uh, items of evidence to trace evidence molecular evidence blood hair fibers dna so uh, you know in all of the sites where we've done our searches we are we are painstakingly going through each location uh, literally inch by inch with uh, with our dedicated criminologists from the Suffolk County Crime Lab so while it's it's been taken a while that's not at all uh, should not at all be unexpected. And so we're going to continue now. You know, the, the case has entered a different phase. Uh, we've entered the court phase, so we'll prepare uh, the cases for trial. We have uh, one more case to continue to investigate with regard to what has been uh, known as the Gilgo Four, and that's the murder of Maureen Brainerd Barnes. Uh, we are going to evaluate all of the uh, evidence that we've gotten with regard to the search warrants. And additionally, uh, we'll continue to investigate some of the other incidents on Gilgo Beach. Wow, it just, uh, it, it seems like it, uh, it took forever. What do you think uh, people should do? I mean, is there any more, after the arrest, has any more uh, information come through or any other revelations? So, yeah, so, so when you do uh, you, the grand jury, um, you purposefully keep your investigation sort of tight to the vest because, you know, as I said at the, at the press conference, we were, uh, and, and this ended up being, uh, being vindicated, our belief, that uh, the, the person who did these crimes, the defendant, he would be monitoring our investigation. So we, as we were going through our investigation, we wanted it to seem outwardly that we really weren't making any progress, and this was pretty much business as usual as far as uh, the Gilgo Beach case for the last 13 years. So the way you, you maintain that investigative secrecy is you, you're very careful as to who you investigate. Now that we've gone over it, we are going to be interviewing a lot of people. You know, you see a lot of things being reported in the media. You know, we are aware of these things. We're, we're speaking to people. And obviously, you know, with the case of this you know, infamy, some accounts are, are reliable and some accounts are wildly unreliable. So it's up to the law enforcement to sort of, with, with information that we and we only know, really uh, evaluate all of those uh, claims. And that's, uh, that's basically what we're doing. Understood. What's the next step? Is there another big case? You know, we had Congressman King in the uh, studio the other day, and one of the things that uh, he is looking at, when he was a congressman, they came down and they took care of 
the criminals with the MS-13 gangs. Is that growing again, or is it about the same, or... So, you know, uh, when I, when Peter, when, you know, Congressman King came down as an outsider, not knowing anything about the case uh, and visited the the MS-13 prosecutors, I was one of those MS-13 prosecutors. So, uh, you know, I prosecuted the case and Representative King, you know, watched me do it. Now, here we are doing the Gilgo case and it's, we're basically in the same situation. But from what I see, MS-13 has have reached its apex right around two, between like 2007 to 2010. You know, thereabouts, probably a little bit beyond those years. It, they're always a concern, but they have not, uh, since all of those federal indictments, they have not grown back as strong. Always a concern, but for right now, we have really, uh, all of law enforcement really did a great job in, in combat, combating the MS-13. Any other big cases? Because... You have so many New Yorkers living in Suffolk County, especially in the summertime. Is there any other big cases that you're worrying about or, or uh, crimes that you worry about? So we always worry about everything. Unfortunately, John, you know, we have gang and gun violence. You mentioned the MS-13. And we have the opioid overdose crisis. And last year we had, you know, 400 uh, residents of Suffolk County who died as a result of an opioid overdose. That's more than one a year. So this clearly is a big problem. And it's, it's, a, it's a, a problem that, that we're, we're continuing to address with, with our partners, not only in law enforcement, but also really across the board to try to stem the tide of this, this terrible, um, you know, overdose crisis that we're, we're experiencing, not only in Suffolk County, not only in New York State, but across the country. Thank you so much, and thank you for a great job you're doing in keeping uh, uh, Suffolk County residents safe, New Yorkers that live in Suffolk County safe, and God bless you, and uh, God bless America, and hope to see you soon. Thank you, John. It was, uh, I appreciate it. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.